Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jose Ascona. Welcome to the Brazen Gap Podcast, where we attempt to bring people, ideas, and or cultures closer. Pete, you want to let them know how they can find us? Check us out online at bridgethegappod.com. Follow us on Twitter, Bridge the Gap Pod. Follow us on Instagram at Bridge the Gap Podcast. And uh, subscribe to the podcast on the platform of your preference between Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, what's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the Welcome Bridge to... the Gap podcast, y'all. Yet again, another episode yeah, another of the Bridge episode. the Gap podcast. How you feeling, Pete? I'm feeling marvelous, man. It's been a glorious, glorious occasion, as you like to word it. Yes. It's been a great day so far. I'm ready to actually get into a slew of topics. Yes, yes. A slew. Last episode, was it was a slow week, but... It, if you it, tuned in, we saw some people tuned in. We it, appreciate it, you. It but picked up. Very things quickly. have picked up very, very, very quickly. Uh, yo, all I gotta say is, is like, just before we get into everything, man, I wanted to ask you, how's your week been so far? Yeah, man, my week was great. Uh, this week just been, you know, working, doing my thing, uh, making a little bit of music on the side. Not only that, man, but actually, I participated one of these days at the Motivational Ledge. For those of you that may not be informed, Motivational Ledge is a nonprofit organization. Um, for those kids that are in need, you go there and they help you out with your homework. Not only that, but they help you with your artistic side. So, uh, man, they actually doubled the size of their facility. So we were out there, man. I was selling merch. Yeah. yeah man, You're wearing it right now, right? You feel me? And where, where is Motivational <laughs> Edge located? Motivational Edge in Alapata. Uh, I think it's... Uh, I don't know the exact address, but definitely in Alapata. For sure. And like the sure. Dominican area. You see a whole bunch of flags out there and stuff right. like that. So. For everybody in the area, you know, come check out Motivational Edge if you want to help. Yes. Give back to uh, out of out of in the area, like at risk, at risk youth. That's how I was presented when we right. went to that at event. At risk youth, exactly. At 1 a.m. Um, nah, man, but for me, dog, this yeah, week has you, been... Yeah, I was man. Talk to me. This week, this week has been pretty cool. Uh, did a lot of behind-the-scenes work. We haven't really actually mentioned it on this show as of yet, but uh, Saturday, April 27th, um, yeah. me and the team were bringing Valet to town. Uh-oh. So, yeah, uh, follow me and on Instagram and follow Susano Promo. I hate how casual Promo he sounds when he says this. For more information. I hate how casual he well, sounds. Well, no, but we, there's a lot to he talk say, about. Look at him. He's just so ca- Yeah, we got Valet. You know, he's just like the new member of good music, you know. under It's like, bro, come on, son. Nah, man, it's gonna be talk your great... shit, Pete. Let's go. <laughs> Come on, that's gonna be a lit ass show. Come on, and, shout uh, out Susano, man. Yeah, man, I got a, a light development. We might have locked fully locked in the lineup, so it's coming okay. out very soon. You could get tickets for relatively very cheap right now. Okay, on Ticket Web, Ticketmaster, or ValetMusic.com slash tour. Love them. And yeah, man, I mean, I hope to see everybody there. It's gonna be a good time. Um, and basically, besides that, you know, I did a couple job interviews, as I mentioned. You know, I'm on right. the job hunt. Yo, I, you know, it's funny, dog. I ain't even going to clown myself. My mom asked me to read up on my job interview etiquette. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. So, yeah, um, as I do that, as I do okay. that, I'm going to be refining my approach, you know, being a lot hey, more tactical man. in things. But I, will, but I will be scoring and it's landing, uh, you know, a job real soon. So, for anybody interested in my personal life, that's an update. 
Okay. Nah, and you know why I even say it like that is because this nigga was telling me niggas get I got fans and shit. That's super weird. Yeah, man. Yo, P got fans. P no, got fans. You no, gotta I get don't. into your. They standing for you right now, man. Just like how you stand, stand with for, me. Yeah, they, stand, they with stand me. with you. They stand with you, man. So uh, nah, nah man, on. you got fans. That's another thing I discovered this week. Come P on, got man. fans. Listen, if you if you fuck with me, that's great. But don't call yourself a fan. We're, of me. we're about to be I'm somewhere s- mutual really, in a couple days. Yo, it's really gonna be there. I want to meet him. For real? I'm like, yeah, he's going to be there, man. You want an autograph? Relax. He's going to be out there. Okay. Tranquilo. But, uh, tranquilo. Uh, tranquilo. Right. But no, nah, man, dude, low-key, low there's a lot to talk about yeah. this week. Yeah. A lot to digest. First off, yeah. um, just to make sure that we get the sad stuff and the negative stuff out of the yeah. way, kind of have to acknowledge what happened uh, in New Zealand earlier this week. Yeah. Or last week. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. To be honest, I just want to give like a, a quick moment of silence and rest in peace to everybody who had to lose their life with that. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm. I'm uh, it's crazy how like part of the argument I've seen people have is like whether people have become desensitized to these kind of things and like. For it to still be going on, and a lot of the reaction seems to still be the same. It's really unsettling to me at this point. It's it's really yeah. starting to bother me because like this type of shit shouldn't be happening. Like these people were chilling at a mosque, being religious, practicing their own religion in New Zealand. Yeah, and some crazed lunatic with a semi-automatic rifle just waltz in and shoots everybody in there, right? Yeah. Yeah, nah, man. I really don't understand. I can't identify with it. I ra- I really don't want to pay attention to the person. Uh, I want to highlight the people who lost their lives. These people are victims of a terrorist attack, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. There's no other way to spin it or word it. Yeah. I don't, I don't, and, and, and what's the whole thing? Like a lot of people try to make it seem like because it was a white guy who did it, it's not that, right? No? Yeah. Bro, it, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I just, First of all, like we can remove the race factor into it. Any person who's doing any of that, there should be no sympathy for them. But like for you to try to like throw that out and like make it there, take it there. Yeah. It's really, for, for, uh, unsettling, yeah. unsettling. Yeah, for you to for you to feel like you should be the person to know when someone's life should end. Uh very unsettling as well. I mean it's just sad. I, I don't even know uh what to say. I mean, whenever these things happen. You know, um, that's why, that's why we just got to love each other, man. I think love is the word. Uh, and, and a lot of people, you know, like they say they love you or they say, uh, I got you. But, but it's one of those things, man, that when you look at it objectively, whether you're white, whether you're black, whether you're Hispanic, it doesn't even matter the color. It doesn't matter the race, right? There's something called right and there's something called wrong and and for you to think that that you had that you have the power to just uh, end someone's life, whether it's a kid or whether it's an adult like that, I mean, it's crazy. Uh, you know, I always grew up with this saying that that uh, even the people you dislike are important. Uh, even the people you dislike have value. We're all valuable in one way, shape, or form. Yeah, um, yeah. I agree. And and uh, you just have to get to know each other and love each other to realize that. But. Um, yeah, it's just a very sad, very sad moment. Uh, uh, again, and, rest in peace to everybody yeah. who had to lose their and life. And again, I don't know anybody in New Zealand, and I don't know if this podcast will ever reach New Zealand. Maybe God willing, but uh, yeah, man, just stay strong. 
out there uh, for sure. Yeah, stay strong. And for those of you that know the family members and everything, make sure you follow up. Uh, but do it in a very wise manner because everyone reacts differently, right? Give families their time. Give families their space. But I think the hardest time is the one year after when no one's reaching out anymore or the couple months after when no one's reaching out anymore. Just yeah. make sure yeah. a couple months after, maybe a year after, maybe two years after, still give a call. If you know anybody, even around here, around the way, we're, we're, we're recording this out of Broward, Florida, that's going through this, make sure you reach out. And uh, just make sure you reach out a couple months later, a couple years later, because that's when it's going to matter. Okay, man, I'm getting all this attention now because it's in the press, but now that it's all gone, my son is gone, my mom is gone, uh, that's it, it's done, so... Just reach out again. Uh, just it's a sad moment, but unfortunately, yeah, that's the world we live in right now. We just got to love each other and yeah. we just got to reach out. We just got to reach out. I, look, I wanted to start off with this yeah. and on this sentiment just to get it out of the way and yeah. pay respect to those who lost their lives recently. But uh, diving into everything else throughout this week, man, this is, yeah. this is where we ask our listeners to buckle up because it seems to me... Yes. Like, there's a couple so we're transitioning people... away. Yeah, we're okay. walking away from this topic. Okay, now. okay. It I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're walking away from All this right. topic right now. But it seems like, yo, these major corporations, bro, they, they, they're playing, they're playing the a way, very funny game, bro. For those of you that game, may be bro. uninformed, he might be on the mic or off the mic, but Serge is here. You know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> That's it right there. There you go, bro. Just in case you hear a little voice in the background or hear, you know, hey, I want to say something... And you hear a random voice. I just wanted to introduce him really quickly. Word. But go ahead. But nah, man. Um, as I was saying, it seems like these tech companies, these major tech companies and, and app companies that have a major influence in our life. Yeah, so let's get into it. It seems like they're playing tip for tat right now. <laughs> let's and, uh, get into it. So I'm here to give who, my opinion, who are you talking bro? about? Bro, Apple, mm. Spotify, mm. Hulu, uh oh, you know, Netflix, Disney, all these major players. It seems like the war. The war on like the tech thing is just going next level because as recently as last week, it's, it was reported that uh, Apple is doing a keynote event, I think. March 25th. Be, so it's going to be next week or in the week after. Yeah. It's going to be one of these days. And yeah. it's going to be a, it seems to be all signs point to it being <laughs> some sort of keynote event referring to some sort of software focused on television content consumption, video television focused content yeah. consumption. Correct. Listen, man. This is for everybody who listens to this who may know me. Let you get in your bag. Niggas need to understand that, or you don't know me. Niggas need to understand, I'm that nigga that people went to, that they were texting after the one of those keynotes, like, yo, how does a nigga get iMessage on his phone? Yo, how do we update, how do I update my iOS so I can do this new shit that these niggas is talking about on Twitter right yeah, now? Yeah, So, like, when, when niggas want a little bit of a backdrop about why the fuck niggas even care, it's because, like, yo... I was riding with Apple. I low-key had Apple tattooed on my fucking forehead. That's how <laughs> riding for Apple I was. And to see this happening now, this is very, very, very telling. This is like upsetting. This is offensive. Let me tell you something. If, is- you, didn't, if you didn't have Apple, <laughs> people would look at you like you're like, 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 what are you doing with your life? I don't, I don't text people who text yeah. green. Yeah, green bubbles. I don't that's do a no green text. So okay, that's green, just me. Green, green bubbles are a no on, go. I ain't been you. on green text since like what, 2011? Like 12? But either way, go ahead. either way. Listen, he looked at you like a peasant. Listen, go ahead. <laughs> why in the fuck is supposedly a trillion dollar company five years too late on such a software development? 
the fact of the matter is, is we have people like in this space, like Hulu, like yeah. Netflix, like Crunchyroll, like yeah. all these people, the developers they hired at HBO to create HBO Go and HBO Now, like all of this, just like the topic we're going to address later yeah. is, was built off of Apple software. Right, right. These people but, have just taken off. But now, and, and it's become its own thing yeah, and yeah. it's become interdependent and irrelevant to the fact that they springboarded off From of Apple. Apple's software, yeah. developer software. Yeah. My nigga, the thing is, though, it doesn't add up in this climate to take the route that they're going to put out their own content-focused software. And from all po- signs point to this will be an Apple, t- uh, Apple phone app that you can airplay onto your TV, or it's going to be only on Apple TV. Yeah. But it's going to be some, you're, you're, you're going to be available or accessible to exclusive content. My nigga, how much more exclusive can you get? Before both of these niggas who are in here right now got here, I was looking up, because me as that nigga who knew about this Apple shit, I was like, bro, the moment I saw the comment, it's showtime on the little paper, I was like, my nigga, are you kidding me? Y'all are five, and I said, no cap, five years too late. Yeah. So before you both got here, I did a little bit of digging and researching (laughs) and Googling. Nigga, I found articles from fucking 2014 talking about they're about to sign deals with CBS and... Viacom in the way, and I remember, yo, look, for all my niggas who on that Apple shit, salute to y'all boys, but for all my niggas who really know what time it is, if you were in the Mac rumor forums, you already knew this was not supposed to pan out the way the 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 front the front end user would have been converted on then or now. I'm certain of this. Just because of the landscape and the climate. Like, people are allocating 10, 20 bucks, 10, 15, 20 bucks per month to get the content they prefer, right? Right. From whatever source. Right. For Apple to do what they claim to do, they've done with the with iOS, with Apple TV OS, again with this, they will have only two two options to have signed these lucrative deals with these major entities that are not gonna give up any rights to their catalog to be streamed for no less than billions of dollars. Okay. Or they're going to at a couple hundred thousand, couple million dollars, sign a bunch of independent film studios right now to begin exclusively producing content for their platform. I'll stress it again. It is five years way too late. They should have did this a long time ago. It piggies back to a bigger narrative that after Steve Jobs died, them niggas fumbled. This is going to be the first demonstration that they fumbled after he died. For all my niggas who have stock in Apple, take it how you want to take it. I am no (laughs) professional by any means, but all I said is factoid. I am. I was telling niggas how to plug iMessage on their shit in 2012 and in 2019. The only way this makes sense, I'm a, I have to be transparent with the listener. The only way this makes sense is if this becomes a loss leader. For those who may not be informed, a loss leader is a part of a company's business that's designed to expand their reach, yeah. bring in more ad revenue, but essentially on paper, raw numbers, cost, more to produce than it's technically worth. Yeah. If that's the case, then in my honest and humble opinion, as somebody who was an Apple user, Apple activist, I was literally an Apple activist. Yeah. They should have launched the first beta version of this back in 2012, 13, and been constantly developing on it since. So that just like iOS, by now, they can tout billions of accounts, billions of downloads, billions of streams, but... So you think it's going to be the the first uh, public fail since March Steve, Since Steve Jobs died. Like, yeah. Unless it's literally 
their loss leader, and they scored these major deals with these major firms, and they've scooped up a bunch of independent film companies, it's not going to work. In the yeah, long term, it's and, not going to work. And how, and how different is it going to be, too? To what? Compared to what? Compared to everything else. You know, like, we were just talking about it off the mic, like, YouTube... I mean, yeah, let me yeah, let's paint like, the picture yeah, for the listener yeah, like, who may like, not be like so informed. Yeah, man, like go ahead, go ahead. The way our parents used to consume TV that day yeah. is dead. Yeah. It is literally dead. We're walking into 2020 and people don't literally really consume YouTube is TV. the new TV. YouTube and, and possibly podcasting is the new radio to tell you the truth. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. In yeah. that in that framework, yeah. YouTube is the new TV. It's free to all, available right. to all with an internet connection right. and has content available in whatever country you are in. Correct. It's the global television that's for free so that's why i ask you go these ahead, go entities ahead. that we're talking about yeah they will collect or pursue or pursue the consumer to go to the place where you will have to pay for where i say hbo is a channel showtime is a channel right espn is a channel right disney is a channel we are moving away from a model where they were constricted to just a box that had a local signal right they are now available on the internet for you to consume at any time in the time we're in 2019 20 Back in 2012-13, this was when this really took off, when yeah. this model transitioned. Yeah. They should have came out at that time from the gate and developed as the trend proceeded. Coming out now is only putting them at last place and hoping they get to first. Yeah. If they do it again, they will have defied odds. But all cards are stacked against them in this case. All cards are stacked against them in this case. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. I don't think that there's going to be anything too crazy in order for us to be like, wow. Or too different. Yeah, or in too order too demanding. Just like the very up. last just transformations on the iPhone, very last transformations on the MacBooks, it's been like, okay, well, I don't see anything too crazy. I don't see anything too different. And now for the fact that they're going to come out with this five years later, uh, hey, it's just one of those hey, things where... Uh, niggas want to joke about my new phone, but <laughs> I only have this new phone because I needed it, not because I originally wanted it. I did not originally want an iPhone with no home button. I've grown accustomed to it, and I prefer it. But I got rid of my Apple Music at some point last year to be exclusively on Spotify. Yeah. And I love consuming my music content on Spotify. Yeah. I watch Netflix, yeah. and I watch HBO Go, and I watch YouTube. The only way I'm going to be able to say I'm going to watch shit off Apple is if it's going to be able to package all this other shit and have exclusive shit. What do you mean package all this other Streamline shit? Streamline like the process of making it able to, to consume whatever I buy a la carte. Because we're moving to an a la carte TV model. Yeah. Back to the... It's cord cutter shit. For my niggas that have been keeping up and they trying to figure out what the fuck we're talking about, Google cord cutting. TV cord cutting. I'm saying, like, the only... Back in the forums, all the TV tech niggas were saying the only way this shit's going to pop is if they full, they accommodate the a la carte model. Yeah. You go on the software, and whatever the fuck is available online, you can find it, pay for it, and stream it through this Apple thing. Shit like Plex, shit like all that other shit, that shit that niggas be doing that hack yeah, shit with. Stuff like Sling TV as well, where they literally have everything on actual TV. My mom literally canceled her Comcast account, and we're all apps at the crib. There you go. I'm saying... The only way that they're going to be able to put a dent in that market is if they basically hop, skip over what everybody's trying to do yeah. and make it easier for everybody to do it in doing so. Got it. And I wish them the best of luck, but I don't see it happening. Mm -hmm. So to all my niggas who own Apple stock, take this advice wisely. Take this information at your own discretion. I hate him. He's but no, nah, you, had, you, you had mentioned uh, Hulu and uh, 
we had also mentioned Spotify yeah, as mentioned these Spotify. other entities. You're exclusively there. I'm Talk exclusively there. Bit. And the reason why I'm exclusively there is because for up to six months, I had an Apple Music, I had yeah. a Spotify, and I had a title, and I had a SoundCloud. So yeah. I was consuming music on all four. Out of all four, they made it the easiest. Them being Spotify made it the easiest to consume other content besides music. Got it. Their, spot, their, their podcast angle element is completely integrated in the app. Right. We're in 2019 and Apple still chooses to put a completely different app for podcasts. Right. Does that make sense to you? Not at all. <laughs> Hulu, which is another TV platform, TV consumption platform. Get your shit off, P. Get your actually, shit off, man. Nah, man. I told y'all niggas, niggas it was a lot to talk about. <laughs> nah, but they, uh, they actually launched a program where they're offering both Hulu and Spotify for $9.99 a month. $9.99 a month. I'm sorry. Excuse me. So you're going to get Spotify and Hulu for $9.99 a month. And for the listener, if you already have a Hulu, you should be able to tap into Spotify. And if you already have a Spotify, you should be able to tap into Hulu. You tap into my services on your account and add Hulu. And I'm about to do that after we record. And I'm going to have Hulu on my Apple TV and I'm lit. So yeah. Hey, look. Going back to this, we set it off, this Mike, and I'll say with the Spotify logo you on. Know what I mean, like, come yeah, on, man. <laughs> what is it? Godify? Go, Godify. Godify. I got this exclusively printed. To got it. Godify. Got it. Got it. Nah, but uh, <laughs> um, dude, nah, man, relax. Like, this is a big deal only because Hulu is the closest competitor to Netflix, is it not? There's Hulu exclusive content, but right. Hulu scores right. these deals. And from what I understand, they have better structured deals than Netflix, which is why Netflix has been lately relying on its own content to promote and whatever and whatever. That Bird Box shit was a Netflix original. Right. You is a Netflix original. Yo, and even and even the Fire Festival, wasn't one documentary on Netflix, the other one on Hulu, yeah. right? Yeah. I but remember, remember this is something that like happened and there's court proceedings. So like these media entities can interpret the events however which way they want. Right. And it's not really a question of whether it's right or wrong. It's whether the people involved approve to do or consent to do it. I think it's a it's a it's a knock at Apple for Spotify and Hulu to come together at this time as they're about to put out this supposed TV thing. Yeah, it's a complete jab, chess move, punch in the face, possibly knockout. Because this is the thing. Like I said, I there is no separate app on Spotify for me to listen to a podcast. Right. One, and now all I have to do is go on the settings on my Spotify, and now I have Hulu. That's it. I'm just I plug in the same info that right, I have. Right. And it's like it's like, oh, and oh, later this month I'm supposed to have an Apple one that's coming out, bro. People have the phones because we communicate through these things nowadays. But I don't think Apple ever foresaw a time where there were going to be developers, coders, programs, and apps that superseded the fact that it was being yes. done through Apple software platform. So that's why. Um, that's why I feel like this Apple versus Spotify thing is also interesting, too. We're going to get into that. And I also think that Spotify suing the artists is really telling, too, because that's a thing like we are on as we try to bridge the gap, we make a focus on the creative. But diving into that specifically, I don't even know how to feel about it yet. I feel as if Spotify is the superior platform. But I was going to say, can you break that down? Because I don't really understand the lawsuit and for the listener as well. The Spotify for artists? Yeah. This is the thing. The Apple, Apple's iOS, that whole developer thing, yeah. has always been sandboxed from the beginning. You guys know what sandbox means, right? So I don't really think that's, that gets wrong for them to make that claim. Like, yeah. They only allow you to work within their thing. Like, There's no attempting to integrate another type of software with your Apple software. Yeah. It's purely Apple software. But like, 
Now, when we focus on Apple's response, I, okay, let's be clear. Let's be clear. Apple and Spotify are in a lawsuit because it seems as if they're stifling. There's a 30% Apple tax on all streams or anything from the App Store. That's why. That's why. You remember. Remember. Well, no, I don't, I don't, I don't expect everybody to remember. I'm sorry. Yeah, there is a 30% revenue consumption tax, basically, that Apple imposes on top of whatever rate per stream they offer, on top of whatever... That's a lot. On top of whatever you're doing with an app on the App Store, they take 30%. So Apple, basically, they take 30% of Spotify, Tidal, and they have Apple Music. That's crazy. They, they take 30% off anything that, come, that goes through the App Store. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That that doesn't really seem fair. But then, but then, but then, but then, the argument, the counter argument is, well, we're the app store and we change the world, and it's just like the argument is, you wouldn't be where you at without us. You wouldn't have this on your phone if if it wasn't for us. But nah, bro, listen, niggas asleep. Steve, Steve (laughs) died, and them niggas lost the vision. And I'm pretty sure if there was anybody in that office who could have foresaw developers. Biting the hand that feeds them, yeah. it would have been Steve. And yeah. Steve would have had yeah. a plan and a contingency plan for it. Yeah. Because the ecosystem is still sandboxed. Do you think another thing that could have been proposed by Steve that would have been implemented is a backdoor? And at least for whomever, but developers, not government entities. Because I feel like they try to save on face with PR that they don't that they 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 stay in this sandbox stance for privacy and the Fourth Amendment and they take this libertarian conservative stance that Tim Cook kind of pushes that I yeah. align with, but at the same time, it's like, if it's really about the user experience, then right. accommodate the users. Like, I've been saying, like, in the forums, guys, for years, niggas have been making suggestions on iOS, Apple TV OS, yeah. and I noticed that there's always been a delay in when they implement these things. It's got to stop at this point. Or, yeah, yeah, or we yeah. just have to go get to a point where... Just some of the newsroom, uh, Apple newsroom, so these are... This Apple is basically is written by PR. Apple, yeah, their PR right? Team. So right now I'm reading it through Apple's point of view. And this is basically them uh, answering back to what Spotify basically um, is putting a lawsuit for. So basically they're saying Spotify claims we're blocking their access to products and updates to their app. That's cap. They just recently updated the, the front end of the software the other day. So then Apple says, let's clear this one up right away. We've approved and distributed nearly 200 app updates on Spotify's behalf resulting in over 300 million downloaded copies of the Spotify app. The only time we have requested adjustments oh. is when Spotify has tried to sidestep the same rules that every other app follows. Y'all boys peep when you go on Twitter or Instagram and try to click a Spotify link, it takes you to Safari first. Repeat that one more time. Y'all boys ever notice when you try to click a link to something on Spotify, it takes you to Safari first yeah. or the app store first? Yeah. Yeah. That's another part of their little beef with Apple, too. Yeah. It doesn't take you directly to the Just app. our beef, man. Stop taking us to the newsroom. <laughs> Wait, come on, bro. When, when you hit the breeze, the gap link, we want to go straight there. Think about it. See, Sergio just made the connection. He's there with us, and he's listening, and he's participating as you well. You feel me? He just made the connection. No, so think it about it. It sounds like Spotify is making an effort to cut Apple out of the whole process, and it's like, no. What? If they're operating on an iPhone using the app, it's like... Or trying to listen to it on an iPhone, it should go to the app. It's an iPhone. I mean, technically, it's their product. They're allowed to run it the way they fucking want to, you know? Yeah. Private company, you know? A private company that that grants another private company the right to develop an app 
through their platform, yes, right? Yes, yes. I, I would be okay with it if they did that on an Android because, <laughs> you know, Android. A what? I'm sorry? Excuse me? Uh, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Green bubbles. Hey, Green, I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, Is your phone not working? <laughs> Just throw it on airplane mode. Come right back. You'll be, you'll be good to go. Green text? I don't, I don't mean, I know how to fix that. And then another thing they say, Spotify wants all benefits of a free app without being free. Nigga, stop. <laughs> what does that mean? So let me, wait, wait, let me read up. First oh, of all, four. the app is not free. And I read later on, it says that the money that they only really see a cut from is when I commit to switching to a premium user from, where, from the phone. The money they make through ads, they don't, they don't touch. The money they make through other, when you're on another app, like Hulu or whatever, on, or Xbox or PlayStation, yeah. they don't make money off that. So what the fuck's the big deal? Them niggas be crabbing. I'm sorry, bro. Yeah. Them niggas drop. I'm upset real quick. Like, what the fuck, man? I'm upset. Them niggas is crabbing, bro. Yeah, a full 84% of the apps in the app store pay nothing to Apple when you when you download or use the app. That's not discrimination. As Spotify claims, it's by design. Apps that are free to you aren't charged by Apple. Apps that earn revenue exclusively through advertising, like some of your favorite games, aren't charged by Apple. App business transactions where users sign up or purchase digital p- goods outside the app are in charge by Apple. Apps that sell physical goods, including ride hailing and food delivery services, to name a few, are in charge by Apple. Then it says the only contribution that Apple requires is for digital goods and services that are purchased inside the app using our secure in-app purchase system. As Spotify yeah, points Apple, out, Apple that revenue shares 30%. For the first year of an annual subscription, but they left out that it drops to 15% in the years after. Doesn't matter. That's not only the information Spotify left out, then they got a whole bunch, they got a whole bunch, man. So doesn't Apple matter. Has Apple has, has a, a has argument. a has a legitimate argument, in my in my opinion. All right, sure, sure. No, no, no. They have a legitimate sure, argument. Sure. Uh, sure. what does that have to do with music? They say we share Spotify's love for music and their vision of sharing it with the world. Uh, where we differ is how you achieve that goal. Underneath the rhetoric, Spotify's aim is to make more money off others' work. I mean, they pay one of the smallest amounts as just a streaming platform. And it's not just the app store that they're trying to squeeze. It's also artists, musicians, and songwriters. And publishers, no? Just this week, Spotify sued music creators after a decision by the U.S. Copyright Royalty Board required Spotify to increase its royalty payments. Really? All right, but we got to find that because that's what I want to talk about, This isn't just wrong. It represents a real meaningful and damaging step backwards for the music industry. Uh, Wait, 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 wait. What? This isn't just wrong. It represents a real meaningful and damaging step backwards for the music industry. Apple's approach has always been to grow the pie. By creating new marketplaces, we can create more opportunities. Uh, we're part of the work that we've done to help Spotify build a successful business, reaching hundreds of millions of music lovers, and we wish them continued success. After all, that was the whole point of creating the App Store in the first place. Okay, The Verge reported last night why Apple is saying Spotify is suing songwriters. Yeah. Spoiler, Spotify is not suing songwriters. But basically, music, it goes back to the, my favorite topic right now. It, it really does. It goes back to the Music Modernization Act. Um, the U.S. Copyright Board is uh, part of people who are appointed by the Library of Congress. Yeah. Companies like Spotify and Amazon are appealing the Copyright Royalty Board's most recent decision about mechanical royalty rates. When you stream a song, you are issuing a mechanical license in the span of a nanosecond from your phone to the platform 
to the platform from the publisher of the song. So what it what it what it's doing what it's essentially saying is is they the decision will incrementally raise rates from 10.5% to 15.1% in the next 5 years. Yeah. Making it the biggest rate increase in copyright royalty board history. Interesting. This the decision was made formally and publicly a couple weeks ago and it starts a 30-day window and any appeals can be made. Spotify, Pandora, Google, and Amazon all submitted uh, a, an appeal to this decision. They felt the terms were too ambiguous because of limited offerings and limited downloads. Apple to say that Spotify is suing songwriters, and they're really not. They're suing the Copyright Royalty Board that essentially does represent artists, I guess, in a way, for a 5% increase. It still doesn't really support the argument that just because of the App Store, Apple has the right to take 30 to 15% of everything that comes through the app store. But is that a generalization? Like, is it 30% for every other uh, app? It's not everything. It's not everything, right? Okay. Everything, bro. Everything. 30% of everything? Yes. Wait, 30% of everything and Spotify, correct? Certain revenue from Spotify, yes. Wait, so I don't understand why Spotify feels like they need to be special, though. You're- I mean, like it says, it supports the argument that they supersede... Necessarily needing the app store, but does it supersede it? I mean, if yeah, we're charging bro. everyone thirty percent, Spotify is coming out with the their own tech. Spotify is coming out with their own tech. They're integrating their own tech into other software and other art hardware to be available to people who associate with the with the app. They don't necessarily need the app store to pop. They don't need the app store to work. And I never, if you're developing the right thing, you definitely never needed just the app bro, store. Here's bro, here's the thing: whether you need it or not, if Apple charges thirty percent to everybody. I don't understand why you feel like you need to be the special one. That's all I'm saying. That's how you interpret what that yeah, is? Yeah, that's how I interpret it, right? And then, what, 15% the years later? It's one of those things where I'm like, all right, like, if they're charging everyone 30%, if it's just you, I get it. But if it's everyone, then you don't well, really got to be that special. Look, all I got to say is, is I would love to hear what the people think about Spotify and Hulu and Apple Music and all this music and TV yeah. stuff. Which ones do you guys have? Do you have an Apple Music? Do you have a Spotify? Yeah. Do you have Hulu? Do you have Netflix? Do you have a combination of both? Do you have yeah. any others? Like, I know niggas fuck with Amazon Prime. I know niggas right. fuck with Amazon Music. I know niggas right. fuck with Deezer. And uh, I would love to hear what y'all think about paying out to people, what they're paying out to people. Should they pay out more? All this blibber blabber, does it even matter to you? Let us know, man. For sure. And now, uh, I don't know if you want to get into... Get into what, the next topic? What's the next topic? Like actual music, maybe the hip-hop renaissance? The renaissance? That you've been... been, uh, The renaissance that I've been proposing, been alluding to? Kingdom Come, yeah. Kingdom Come. I don't know about all that, but bro... Jose kind of, we initially started this podcast under the premise that Jose supports more fundamentally created hip hop music and I'm more how you, uh, open okay, to go all ahead, kinds go ahead, of go things. Ahead. But I, I, I hate don't how know. you say that, but go ahead. It's, dude, it's, it's fundamental. Go ahead, go ahead. Look at him, look at him. I hate him, I hate him. I hate both these guys. How would, you, how would you want us to say it? Go ahead. Either way. Uh, when and you then hear, this guy followed with, yeah, and me, I'm more open to everything. everything. Go ahead. I mean, it's it's cool though. There's nothing wrong with it. No, no. But yeah. in the greater theme, yeah. is 
it seems that there's an argument for things shifting the pendulum swinging in the other direction back to what it used to be as Offset put out album Father of Four where he was not rapping about just his watch, the newest car, and the next model he was with. He was rapping about actual things. And he went on a press run supporting the argument that, yeah, I believe rap with substance is making a comeback. That's one example. Another example is half of Ray Shummard, Sway Lee, tweeting not too, rec- not too long ago that he feels as if music that actually is good is back in style. And you see the trend and decline in interest in labels and artists like Uzi. If we go with the narrative that the label doesn't want him to put out his album, is it because they have the analytics to support that the music wouldn't do well? And there's also other, there's many different angles to take. Yeah, there's there's also that whole Dreamville, JID movement. That's all real stuff. TDE? And people are excited about it. Everybody you know? knows about TDE. They don't already. care about Lil Pump's next album. They they want to hear that. You know? Yeah, I, uh, I agree. <laughs> um, hip-hop renaissance. I mean, shit. Uh, I guess this kind of proves your point, P, that we had a discussion on. Um, kind of saying, okay, uh, are people listening to it to feel something? Or are people listening to it to listen to what they're saying? And I guess this is proving your point when you said that lyrics and what you're saying will always be relevant. Yes, it and always I see will it coming be. back. It always will yeah, be, bro. Yeah, so I have to give you that one. That that right there holds true, especially but, to what they're saying. But but what? Where is there a but coming from you? Um, no, there was no but. <laughs> nah, bro. there was no but. What are we doing here if there's no real discussion? There, there, there was no but. I, I, Do you I think mean, it's not? Do you not see the pendulum swinging? Do you I feel mean, like... I, I still don't see it yet. I mean, I, the thing is, here's the thing. When I listen to the 2 Chains album, when I listen to Another good the example. third of the Migos, when I listen to these guys saying that, I mean, uh, I just want you to prove it with your music. You know, I'm not really here for like the talk or for like, yeah, I think it's going here. And then you're still putting out things that... Either number one, I don't understand what you're saying, or number two, you're being very repetitive, or whatever it may be. Whatever it may be, right? Um, what I'm trying to say is, I right, just prove it with your music. I mean, it's great. I understand that it's fantastic that uh, it's coming back, but I actually want to hear it come back. Like, please contribute in this hip-hop renaissance if, you, if you're saying it's coming back. That's all I'm saying. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, we can name a couple artists that are at the top of the food chain and that are close to home that I feel like are contributing to the renaissance. Yeah, who do you think? Um, when we talk more close to home, shout out to the big homie Anonymous. Been rapping now for 10 years straight through. He's an artist that has never been about making repetitive music or non-substantive yeah. music. And now he's on the cusp of putting out probably his best piece of work as a recording artist not too soon from now. Yeah. And I don't really think there's going to be repetitive BS or mumble rap or any of that on there. Yeah. And when we talk about artists at the top of the tier, like Sergio mentioned, all the guys that J. Cole signed really rap. Yeah. YBN Corday that we re, we remind you about reminded you about before we recorded he's really rapping yeah Mick Jenkins is really rapping isn't the guy who made I'm not racist I'm not a racist Joiner Lucas yeah. he's really rapping yeah 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 uh, they those guys may not get the spotlight but the J Cole rebrand like that's like the that's the that's the penultimate argument for it J Cole did a Slight little rebrand, and now he's leading yeah, the cause, Denzel so Curry to speak. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah, when we talk about Closer to Home, Denzel Curry for sure has been always been rapping, rapping from the beginning. Like, even those lo-fi mixes, he was the one rapidly rapping yeah. back then. But uh, let us know what y'all think. Do you see more mumble rap kind of sticking around and more non-substantive rap remaining dominant? Or do you see where 
I'm coming from and seeing that we're on the cusp of a renaissance. We're already in a renaissance where rap with substance is making a comeback. It's gaining relevance and it's proceeding the non-substantive rap. I would love to get people's opinion on yeah, this specifically. Yeah, leave a comment. Because we definitely will be chiming Tweet back us. in on this. Yeah, for sure. For um, sure, for sure. You know what's funny though? What's up? It's We were talking about these platforms and these apps and we were just talking about it in, this, in the realm of uh, video content consumption, but yeah. social media... I mean, I'm really surprised that uh, two things happened in the it's last been crazy couple, this past, last past couple, couple of days, days yeah. specifically with uh, Twitter proposing a new, a beta version of the whole program where it takes out the I's and the E's, and it's T-W-T-T-R. There's no reply button, no retweet button, no like button on the platform, and a threaded tweet is, a, is a, a bubble with a bunch of smaller bubbles under it. It's not really the coding for the program. It just has a slight uh, user interface visual adjustment. Yeah. And I think it actually looks pretty cool. I've seen it. The pictures of it. You seen it yet? Yeah, I have. I have. You seen them, Serge? Honestly, I haven't, and it scares me. Why does it scare you? Because I'm, I like the old interface, the current interface. The current know? one. I don't like the new changes. When they did it to Snapchat... It kind of killed Snapchat. Snapchat's been dead before they changed it, though, because I was just... I mean, I Once was, they threw it on Instagram, they, the story shit on Instagram, that's when I knew they were out of here. Yeah, that's true. But the fact that they changed their interface and Instagram added the stories, it's like they kind of gave them the red the ammo, carpet. The like, ammo, yeah. It's like, yeah, of course, go that way, you know, but with the Twitter thing, I don't know, man. Twitter, Twitter, they need to leave it alone, bro. In my I, I completely disagree. And the best part about this information and this news is... I completely is, disagree as well, but go ahead. Uh, the best part of this bit of information that I'm giving to you right now, Serge, you didn't, you didn't know the answer to the question, but I asked you, who was, did you know who was publicly <laughs> crying out for this change to Twitter? And who's that? The one and only. Ooh, tell me. The one and only. Yo, just say it. Kawhi. <laughs> He's talking about Kanye yeah, West, ladies and gentlemen. He's talking about Kanye baby. West. Look at you. Look at you. I, I wish we had a drop here. Fucking suspense. Yeah. Kanye, <laughs> Kanye West, ladies and gentlemen, proposed this about a year or two ago. No, last year. Midway last year. A year ago. A year ago. Midway last year. He was going in their offices. So I want to know. And he was tweeting like, why, wait, why do you think that this is a good idea? It goes back to what I was saying also off record. I'll bring it here. I took a year off from Twitter. And okay. Twitter was, to me, normal when I left. But when I got back on Twitter, this is what Twitter looked like. Twitter was a competition to see who can make a comment that was funny enough to get a million impressions on Twitter. I was, that was really, really, really weird. When you dive into what that is, I'm sorry. That's yeah. really, really, really weird. Yeah. Like, why is everybody looking for action on their phone that could like cause them to have to turn off their phone and why are yeah. people trying to make comments that are edgy or funny or have the viral potential to yeah i mean that's the thing like people are gonna people are gonna intrude on who you are once you get to that point where you have a million impressions on your tweet yeah. like probably thousands of people probably went back to your first tweet or like yeah. tried to archive your tweet Dude, and, and just the, the it's really weird 
the really, really, really just weird. the psychological aspect of it, right? Yeah, like, like it's yeah. all for validation. Now. It's People all for validation. For it's validation. all for validation. We're living in a moment in time where where you feel like you're valuable based off the numbers and the views yeah, and the likes and the retweets that I you have. Having, I was having a conversation with somebody, and they had posted something on Instagram about how they felt a certain way because somebody was making a comment about how they look. And comparing them to these Instagram models. And I was like, why do... I mean, this is a woman, of course. But, like, why do women feel like that's the case? And I feel like it piggies back on, like, this, the psychological impact yeah, social yeah. media has when yeah. I post my little picture. I got my little fit off. I'm a cute little girl. And I got 30, 40, 50 likes. And I drop... <laughs> and I drop my... And then I drop... I refresh my timeline. Shorty doo with the verification, who's all everywhere around the world, yeah, man. Look, she but, scores but a million he, likes, and she's not even as drippy as me. Yes, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's kind of like what the fuck? I can understand the why. Fifty likes with the Spotify polo on. Look, this is what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to tell you is, you post something to get retweets or likes to get validation, and you might post something that's not really who you are, or what you believe in, or who what you, you are. So now with. you get all these followers. That's that's it's, it's not, fake. It's fake. Niggas don't even Hold be on. following you. Wait, it's wait, just wait. Because you do get followers. You do get followers off that. If you say enough funny things or you do enough crazy antics, you're gonna get the followers. You're gonna get the retweets. You're gonna get the likes. Right. Then in turn, you're like, okay, I'm valuable. Like, I, I know Kanye West said that he wants to remove. The numbers of people that actually follow you. Yeah, all of that, bro. Dude, I think that's so smart. Yeah, I think that's nigga. so good. Like, who Especially cares? in this day and age. Especially Who's in this day and age. Who's the most followed person on Look, Twitter? my little sister, bro, I don't know. I, is it Kim? Who is it? Yo, you guys are breaking a lot of Instagram models' hearts right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a if you're not Chantel Jeffries or Demi Rose Mobby, I don't care. Yeah, about these I, IG I models. I don't really follow. But at the end of the day, like, I don't... No, but it is a, it's a great point that you're making where if you took that away, then you avoid all that bullshit. You know, it's really just substance. Genuine interest then in it's the really content. Just, like, it's the genuine word you said, interest genuine. in the content. Then it's genuine. Then it's who you are. You're not really doing it for the likes. You're not doing That's it what I'm for, saying. for the retweets. You're, it's whatever, uh, whatever uh, following you produce on Instagram or Twitter yeah. would be generated off the content you produce, produce, the messages you relay, and how you use the platform. If everybody's posting shit just to go viral, if everybody's posting shit for, oh my God, my Twitter app is broken. I got to, like you see people reply to that and they start little threads under their viral tweet. It's just so weird, bro. bro. What's crazy is, look, check this out. Year, look, 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 like a year ago, a year ago, a year and a half ago when mm-hmm. um, there's, some, there's some girl, she was posting pictures and then she was like, okay, hey, go show love, go show love, go show love. And in the last story, she'd always say, and, and for those of you that don't show love, I'm going to unfollow you because I know you're looking at this story and yeah, you're not that showing. Yeah, shit is weird. As if you're supposed to be controlling the way I maneuver through my phone. Yeah, it's Like, weird, what's bro. up with that, right? So, uh, again, and then another thing is just be, it, it forces you to be who you really are when you take away all these extra things, right? Like, I'm saying this because I think it's funny and it might get likes and it might get retweets. But now, let me just say this because it's how I feel. Because well, at the end I of the day, there's the not going to be any likes. There's not going to be any retweets. There's not going to be any follows. Yeah. This is what it is. Yeah. This is who I am, right? That so shit is whack, bro. Social media right now has put us in a stage where you can be whoever you want and make people believe that you are whoever you want to be, right? Word. Right? But until I meet you in person and I say what's up to you and I have a conversation with you, bro, it's just so many times, man. I remember when Facebook was popping back when I was in high school. I mean, right now I don't really have a Facebook but when I was on it, man, there was this one kid. He barely spoke English, bro. But on Facebook, man, he'd have the, the littest quotes, <laughs> have like 100 plus likes, 
And I'm Word. like, yo, how? You don't even speak that fluent. I, I don't know, man. Don't how, know. how is it that you're quoting, like, Shakespeare, bro? Like, I don't <laughs> understand. But, uh, bro, and then when people see you, they're like, all right, man. Like, I, I, I didn't get that impression. I didn't, I didn't know who you were. Uh, so it's always good to, to put out who you really are. Right, that, that's that's how I see it. I agree. I but agree. I, and and I love the fact that we're actually. I completely agree. I love the fact that we're actually talking about this, and I also love the fact that people are going to be looking for more self worth in other things other than social media from people that they don't even know. Yeah, people so, definitely should. I get. I mean, I'm on social media too. Like, I get wrapped up in it too, to a degree. Yeah. But as somebody who like I try to work in that field too. I remember that it's just designed to present what you want to present. It is not yeah. meant to be your diary. It's not meant to be the place where people are going to be honest and open with you and um, not attempt to attack you just because of how they may be feeling about other shit. Like, niggas yeah. can do whatever the fuck they want on, on here and on there specifically because it's w- what it is. And you shouldn't really let that uh, alter how you feel about yourself or feel about the world. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Um. For sure. So, dog, another thing that happened on f- social media. As somebody who works in in social media, it was really weird when Instagram went down on the on the thirteenth. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna lie. Yo, Instagram went Instagram down. Instagram and 13th. Facebook. I'm sorry, it was Facebook too. Because remember, Facebook is yeah, but I'm not really Instagram, on Facebook. So but, I don't, but yeah, right, Instagram. To do I get a lot, you. To, even though it never went down on me, but I saw everybody on Twitter like, yo, for some reason Instagram is yeah, down. Yeah, I run. I okay, so. Other when people tweeting most, like, yo, link, LinkedIn is up. Like, go LinkedIn apply for a job. Nah, like, <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Holy shit. Um, Obviously, that one had the 20K retweets. That, that's a tweet that... 100,000 likes. His phone probably was bugging after that happened. <laughs> you feel me? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, Let's take off the notifications. Go it, ahead. It's up? interesting to see how people reacted to Facebook and Instagram going down. I, like I said, I was going to say, when you, the most amount of pages you can put on a on Instagram is five. I will run over 10, over 20 right now. And what happened was, is I was trying to log in to just one at a time. And the one that I mm. left logged in overnight, as I tried to log out and log out to another one, it just wouldn't keep logging me in. I was like, yeah, what the fuck is going on? And it took me hours. Like, I didn't even really, I thought it was just me for hours, bro. Jump on Twitter, hashtag <laughs> Instagram down. I'm like, damn, for real? Damn, you niggas, had, topic. you niggas had me fooled, bro. I thought it was just my shit. I'm like, right. what's going on with my shit, bro? <laughs> but um, listen, people, like, I, I, it's, yo, if y'all, if y'all feel like you are overconsumed with it and you feel like you got to take a break from it, yo, do it, bro. Take a one-day break. Take a, a one-week break. I was not on Twitter for, like, dead-ass 10 to 12 months. Yeah. And when I came back, that was mostly what I saw. Like, a bunch of tweets that everybody was liking... That was just supposedly some funny shit. That's what everybody was shooting for. Like it just felt like that's what everybody yeah, was shooting for. Yeah, yeah. Dude, so the likes I, and the retweets, man. I am fully and adamantly for the removal of all that on all social media as soon as possible. Like Yeah, me I too. Like it. Let the person know that I like it. Yeah. But the amount of likes that they get on it should exactly. only be available to exactly. the person who sees it. Exactly. There's or no competition out here. Everything's all genuine, all. everything's all pure, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. Shout out to Kanye West for proposing that. That was kind. I saw him tweet that, and I was like, "Yo, that was actually a good idea." And I loved it. Joe and them clowned him for it. it. Episode Yo, nah, 182. Nah, 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 all nah, of the nah, likes. Nah, they kind of nah, clowned nah. him for it. I didn't nah, fuck with that. Nah. They fuck, I, they, they, I, I they agree, slandered. I agree 100. percent But I, I, I think it's a great idea, and I'm hoping to see it too. And yo, to everybody who's 
fiending for Instagram, just give it a break. Give it, give it a break, and um, yeah. And I mean, you could go both ways, right? Like, uh, like on Instagram, there was a lot of people bashing other people. Like, yo, why are you so worried about Instagram being down? Or why are you? Yeah, why is this such are a big deal? Why is it such a big deal? And then there's too. other people that are like, look, if you don't know how to use Instagram to get flow, to get cash flow, then you're not using it right. And that's why us. We, when it's down, that's why we're upset because that's how we get our passive income. So there was a lot of things going on where, you know, it could go both ways, right? You could use social media for the ways of, of that and then you could use social media for, you know, just to use it, interact, retweet, like. Yeah, yeah. let me just, let me be clear. For those who may, who live in an in a industry where they utilize these platforms to earn their living, here's a secret. If you're really doing it, then there's ways for you to be doing what you're doing off of it and still be contributing to doing it. I'm not going to give all the game and all the codes right now, but like, yeah, just for it to have gone out of, go dark for what? I'll say maybe like 10, 12, 12 hours. It wasn't, it wasn't wasn't down for me, but yeah. It wasn't down for Sergio too. He shared with me that it wasn't, but for me, I tried to log in into all the pages that he knows that I run and I couldn't that whole day. I was completely unaffected by the whole thing, but... I don't know. Just seeing people's reactions was kind of funny, to be honest. Funny, but also like, kind of weird. It was weird, yeah, because it's like you're obsessed, yeah, dude. Like, but it, it just like, reinforces. It, wasn't even that bad. <laughs> it reinforces. Yo, that, like, go these, outside, get some sun, man. Yeah, Damn, like come on. People shouldn't, yo, like go play think, some basketball. Don't don't be at the hip to these shits. It's not that deep. I never felt that it was that deep. Like, yeah, it never was. But I listen. There's so much more to actually go over. I want to thank everybody for tuning in those thus far. Yes. And if you have not been tuning in thus far and you just happen to land here, please follow the podcast on Twitter at Bridge the Gap Pod. Follow us on Instagram at Bridge the Gap Podcast. Comment. Share the podcast. Comment. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. We are now on Apple Podcasts. Please drop a rating. Yes. Um, Also, it will not take you to the news page. It will take you directly. So yeah, please comment too. Comment. Drop a comment. Also, um, we ask you to do this so that it lets. Apple know that we have a podcast that is garnering interest and that it makes it more likely for you to find us in the search bar. Yes. And we gain a higher ranking. The higher ranking that we get, the more listeners we get, the more content y'all get. So it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Segwaying, though. Uh-oh. Seems like we have to have a conversation about a couple ladies, gentlemen. <laughs> seems like we got to have a conversation about a, a couple ladies. And first and foremost, I'm from the crib. Niggas is from the crib, so it's not like I'm going to be like on some like, I'm on Yes Jewel's side, but we just have to be full disclosure. Niggas have been hearing be about- Be objective. Niggas have been hearing right. about 1 a.m. events and never not working events since what, Serge, like 2012, 2013? So yeah, she's been around. She's been a staple. She's been doing her thing. You're talking about Yes, yes Jewel's? Yes Jewel's. Okay. Karen Civil's been doing her thing forever, too. I've heard her name Correct. before I even really understood fully yeah. who she was. And well. again, this is no knock to Scotty Beam, but me, myself, I can only say that I heard about Scotty Beam right before the Revolt show with The Joe. Revolt, State of the Culture. State of the Culture that Got comes it. out Mondays on YouTube. Like at five or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So from what I understand, yes, Jules and Joe Budden have a history. And yes. that spilled into... Her recently getting on Murder Mook's podcast and attacking Joe, Joe's wife, Karen Civil, and Scotty Beam. She also goes as far as to claim that Scotty Beam attempted to physically harm her at a Rolling Loud. 
Yeah, Scotty, if you look at what Scotty was saying, she kind of looks like a bully. You know, Scotty she, Beam is bullying. I mean, interpret it that way. If you go look at it, it's she's literally threatening her with her hand. To all the black women that may be listening to this podcast, as a, the black man here, I'm not trying to be the anti-black woman guy black here. Men and two Dominicans. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 I'm not trying to be the anti-black woman here, but I don't necessarily say that you're wrong, but I won't necessarily say that you're right either on the fact that she's being an antagonist. Okay. She's being an antagonist. Yeah. Karen Civil politely addressed whatever the hell that they were saying. Scotty did kind of take it an extra level further and insinuated, I have no problem doing what I feel I need to do to you. That's like the fanciest way to word what she said without explicitly saying she threatened yeah. Yes Jules, because I don't think she explicitly threatened Yeah, him. Yeah, I, I think for the listeners that may be uninformed... Uh, so, Yes Jules was on, was it a talk show? Was it a podcast? It was a podcast. Murder Mook's podcast. So, Murder Mook is a very successful uh, battle rapper. If you guys ever heard of Smack T, all that stuff, look it up. The name of the podcast is Easily Offended Podcast. Easily Offended. And a lot of people were easily offended. But look, when, when Yes Jules was there, she started talking about her history with Joe Budden term, to Mook, right? She started talking about her history with Joe. She started talking about her history, uh, yeah, with Joe. And then in there, she mentioned, uh, uh, who did she mention again? Sin? Yeah, yeah. She mentioned Sin. And uh, basically, I think what got... Um, Scotty, what got these people upset was the fact that she put up a T-shirt and what Ini- the, initially, yeah, initially she was dating somebody. I really don't know the 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 uh, the, details the details of it, but she posted, she tweeted something, and she tweeted a shirt. And what she, did the shirt say? Niggas lie a lot. Okay. And she asked, "Yo, I'm like, okay, to wear this shirt at the festival tomorrow." Yeah, and she said that she saw a reaction that she had never seen before with a bunch of people refuting. Okay, the so doing all right, it. so let's stop right there. Let's stop right there for a moment. Yes, Jules is from where? Tampa and came to South Florida like later on in her life. Yeah, yeah. Very, very, her skin tone is very, very white. Pale? Yeah. She's Caucasian. Depending on who you ask, she's going to pass as a Caucasian. So when you post something like this with the platform that you have on social media and not expect... Some sort of backlash? Yeah, it's To get the backlash that you received. How old was she when she did it? Was she like 19? We're talking about it was two and a half, three years ago. Oh, in her twenties. We're okay. talking about so two it's and not a half, even. We can't even ago. say she was young. She didn't know she was naive. Okay, we're talking All about right, that. Look. as two, three years ago. Wrong. It Completely is wrong. wrong. It is wrong. Like I don't think you should wear that the shirt. Right there is just. But damn, why are they going as far as to say no, yes? Jules slept her way into the industry. All right, but hold on, hold on. We're not even there yet. They out here doing a slut shaming thing. I thought ladies was off that. Yes, Jules does that. That's completely wrong, right? But now, yes, Jules says that she reached out to Joe Budden. Hey, look, I did this. I realized it's a mistake. What do I have to do to fix it or help me out? Right? That's exactly what she did. She reached out to him. I really don't know the details of that, of what he responded, if he even responded. Um, But number one, she made a mistake. Big mistake. But number two, she realized she was wrong. Okay? Number three, I don't believe anything she said was a lie. And not only that, Scotty Bean, when you hear Joe Budden, nothing he said was like, yo, yeah, she's lying. I never did this. I never did that. I never wanted to return to sweat. Everything she said was truth, right? And no one denied it. But if you, one thing we're leaving out is that, that Yes Jules had that whole freestyle mm. where she brought up 
the the whole how everybody was going in on her and she didn't really like that and in the rap you can kind of hear that she wasn't really being too apologetic you know she was kind of like fuck you guys you know yeah and the you guys is black women right yeah 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 um so wait so the freestyle happened prior to that Prior to the recording of that podcast yeah, episode, I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure. It's the freestyle. She was re- she was doing a 1 a.m. interview with Soulja yeah. Boy. Yeah. And she dropped the yeah, freestyle. Yeah, and then she dropped the freestyle. If I was you, I wouldn't waste my time. But on her body and yeah. then saying that the black women are basically jealous of the fact that she gets black men's attention off yeah. of it. Nobody's refuting that point, but nobody is suggesting or implying look, but at the that same you shouldn't time, even address it number that one, way. Look, but the thing I feel... It's stupid. The argument for Joe and the argument for Scotty is that... They see a trend, right? Yeah, it's a trend, right? She's do- she's a repeat offender. It, it's it's a trend. So when you do it once, it's like, all right, we still don't really like you, but we're letting you know right now we don't like you because you did this. Then when it becomes a trend, it's like, all right, now we realize that you just don't respect it, that you just don't care, right? Uh, I don't know if she does. I don't know if she doesn't. I don't know her, but um. I believe that she handled uh, the Scotty Bean situation uh, in a very classy way, to tell you the truth. I don't think she threatened her. Um, I think she spoke the truth. Um, I don't think she uh, went to violence. I just kind of think that she spoke her truth, basically saying, look, and I I believe that, I mean, RIP X, but I remember when I was going to go to the show, X's bodyguards were there and uh, these people were threatening me. Um, I don't think Scotty Beam uh, actually said that. No, I didn't threaten you. You know, I don't think yes, Jules lied at all. Right. Maybe right. she might have. Maybe she might have exposed certain things that they didn't like. But I don't think she lied. Right. Um, and then Scotty Beam goes on Twitter and she basically says something about look, like you said, Serge. Basically, uh, kind of bullying. I don't really know. Uh, Kind of bullying in a way. And again, on Twitter, Yes Jules was like, hey, look, I'm willing to speak whenever. I'm here on this date. I'm here on that date. Joe and Scotty Beam, the reason why I feel like they have a hard time with her, it's because of the fact that she has trends, man. She has trends that disrespects the culture and disrespects the black culture. Yeah, and I, I don't mean, and I and yeah, and I and and to that, I mean, that's I agree hundred percent. You do. I agree hundred percent with what they're saying, but at the same time. I think the way Yes Jules is, that's, I, I believe the way Yes Jules right now, the way she's going about it, I don't think she's going about it in a bad way. They asked her certain questions. She answered those questions. She handled it in a very ladylike manner. She's essentially just sticking up for herself. She's not allowing herself to be walked all over, you know? Yeah, and... and yeah, because there's nobody who's going to gang up on you better than... A group of black women. But at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, though, at the same time, like, the real question is, why does she think she could be talking like this? It, well, I, I don't think she lied. I think she told the truth. But I understand why these people are upset. And I yeah, can't, yeah. I, I, can't I, act like I, don't, I can't act like I don't see where they're coming of from. Of course, bro. They're upset. But, and there's a valid reason why they're upset, man. It's a sticky situation, though. Yeah. I, and again, yes, Jules. Uh, and again, there's certain things that she said when she mentioned sin. She didn't have to do all that, all, but, 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 all, but she wasn't up there. like, all right. What did she say about sin? She says something along the lines of, "I was at the movies. Joe Budden calls me, so sin gets upset when I reach out to him to get some advice for the mistake I made. But when he reaches out to me, uh, sin doesn't get upset when he reaches out to me uh, three uh, time after time when I'm out at the movie theater. 
And it's like, all right. I mean, what is that? You, right, have, you guys, are- you, you'd have to throw that shade in there, is what I'm trying to say. But at the same time, um, like, yeah. like we're me and Jose are Dominican. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we know what that's gonna do when he gets home. It's like she's doing that on purpose. Yeah, yeah. You know, she she kind of threw in that little bit yeah. in there to make sure that Joe's not not happy with her. You know. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I I feel I agree with you guys. I see both sides. I kind of get both sides. Yeah, you know? I get both sides too. Um, so yeah, that's my take on it. Oh man, um, I don't know. I I just for me I think it's a sensitive subject altogether, and I think that everybody should be handling it with respect. Yeah, and that's all parties. Yeah. So, so you know I, something else that I feel like that's kind of part of this bigger discussion is cancel culture, and like it's just reached the point where like it's reached the point where like so we the have listener to maybe understand what does cancel culture mean. It's that whole thinking that like you know. Somebody makes a mistake, somebody does something, and with a press of a button, this person They're is wiped forever. away from our <laughs> existence. They're no longer relevant. They are cancerous. Yeah. They are a plague that should be oh wiped away. <laughs> Exter- they are a bug that should be exterminated. They are like a software They're bug. They're a virus that-, that we need to remove. Yeah, right. yeah. And, um... You know, like is is and piggybacking off this last topic is yes, Jules worth being canceled. I don't think so. I don't think so. Is Scotty Beam so. worth being canceled for trying I don't think to cancel someone else? Any of them are worth else. being canceled. No, no, no. And what's crazy is we're here out of Broward, bro. And we and and yes, Jules is she's out here, bro. And we see the things her that and even, her footprint. Yeah. Is, so it might not be televised, and it might not be all on YouTube, but we definitely see um, her work out here and for us i mean it's a big thing coming out of here you know for her to give a platform to artists that are coming out of here and i don't think you should be i don't think she should be canceled you know what i think this should be i think this should just be a conversation a face-to-face yeah, conversation. yeah where she kind of just gets the sentiment that the black women are coming from because exactly, like if it, when bro. it goes back as far exactly. back as i'm gonna poke the bear and make fun of the fact that the black men are running off with me yeah, and you go there with it. Yeah, like it's it's not it's not gonna be a social media thing. It needs to be a yeah. real conversation. Like, just chill the fuck out. Don't yeah. take it there, and nobody's just a gonna bother you. Cordial conversation. A cordial conversation. Don't take it there, and nobody's gonna bother you, bro. And you know how many? And and that's the thing, man. Once you have a conversation and you bypass all these things, even though I know it might be kind of difficult because of the trends, um, bro, you never know. Like, you're both women. Like, you guys can link up, do something crazy. Uh, just all the things that you can do with the platforms that you have. But the fact that, you know, there's beef, it's like we'll never know what the potential might be. But go ahead. No, I mean, I just think that when we move forward and with regards to the context of what cancel culture was, is, yeah, and will yeah. be, I think we should always all be very careful about what we choose to cancel when we choose For to example, cancel. For example, R. Kelly. Cancel. cancel culture. Valid. No, we just want, I just canceled. wanted to give you an example of what we mean by, all right. This is cancel culture completely, right? No, like, I don't listen to R. Kelly. No, yeah, no. We will no. not be supporting R. Kelly. No, yeah. Not at all. Like, like that. Not at all. So. Like, I hope R. Kelly goes to jail and receives the help he needs as well. But I mean, goes to jail as well. I, but. I just hope he, yeah. I but, mean, no. Kanye yeah, West. no, no, no. I'll, I, Kanye yeah, West, because yeah. of what he did all last year, I don't think it's worthy of him being canceled. Hey, look, hey, look, but Kanye is different. Let's okay, not even get into that because the thing though. is, in the very moment. It might seem like cancel culture for Kanye, but time oh, in due time being, in due canceled. time Kanye like, always shows what his intentions always were. But to be clear, though, yeah. but to be clear, it's not that 
cancel culture. That's he's canceled. Cancel culture is the culture of canceling people. Right, right, right. That's what I'm so, saying. Like, he's canceled. He's canceled. I, I don't think Kanye West should be canceled. But when what I'm trying to say is have, in the moment, bro, I understood why people were like, we're yeah, saying, he's yeah, part Kanye of cancel culture. Canceled. But with Kanye, it's different because with him, you always have to give it time. You know how we always tell you with a new project, give it time, let it breathe? That's exactly what you have to do with Kanye West because you never know his intentions right on the spot. Um, let it breathe. With Kanye, yeah. I mean, that example was was just let it breathe when it comes to him. Everyone else, though, these take other, it as it these comes. These other instances. Take it as it comes. But with Kanye, when he does these things, as long as it's, it's not on some R. Kelly tip, nah, let it breathe. He wears a hat. He's talking about love. Let that idea breathe and let's see what he has, what he's trying to do with it. You know what I'm saying? And before you know it, a couple months later, a year later... He's far from cancel culture. He's far from being canceled, bro. I, I mean, he's I, far from it. Yeah. So, but another point to kind of draw on with that whole thing is, just like, yeah, I just really wanted to bring the point that people just have to be very careful about when, what they choose to cancel, when they choose to cancel. Oh yeah. Who they choose to cancel, why they choose to cancel. Like, yeah. I'm not saying canceling is wrong because, like, I'm like we said earlier, but just you know, right. I feel like people should be more cautious about it. I want and I want to know. How our listeners feel about that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. What do you guys feel about cancel culture? And uh, yeah. Because <laughs> like it's Comment. an interesting topic. Yeah, it is. It is a very interesting topic. We didn't get to dive that much too into yeah. it because this and guy Ken's, Jose. What's up? He sent me, a, uh, he had his brother tag me in a video that clearly shocked him. He felt compelled to bring it up. I, I want to hear. How many faking their streams? A lot. Getting their place machines. A lot. I can, oh, look, man. Lil Duval, <laughs> comedian. Posted on Instagram. And what recording is, artist. <laughs> and recording artist. Uh, what did he post? What did you call it? What is it called? Because I didn't even know there was a term for it. It's a, it's a streaming farm. It's a streaming farm. And it's basically just a whole bunch of iPhones or a whole bunch of... Androids. Yeah, Androids being plugged up and just streaming. They're coded to do the coded, steps of exactly. playing a song. They're coded to do the steps of playing a song. Uh, dude, it's the first time I've ever seen that in my life. That's why I was compelled to you even hear, bring you it hear up. this guy. It's the first time. That's the first time I've ever, ever seen, seen that one. in my entire life. Yeah, like me and P have been getting into artist management, so we've been seeing a whole another side of things. Like you can go on websites and buy YouTube views, likes. I mean, whatever you want, anything. Almost. Whatever interaction and engagement you prefer. Yeah. On social media, including. Streams and better royalty payouts. I am myself. I'm surprised that this is the first time you have ever seen one of those. First time I remember seeing some shit like that may have been 2016, 2017. Because I always knew you could buy followers. I always knew you could. I always knew you can alter that. Right, go into the configurations and 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 play with it. But the actual fact that they're streaming farms. Yeah. Dog. <laughs> I think it's hilarious, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I think that's some funny ass I'm at, shit. No, hey, imagine, imagine. Sorry. You wake up you wake up at 4 a.m. I'm on the streaming farm. Oh, my God. Imagine how, <laughs> imagine. <laughs> the sun is coming up and I'm at the stream. Imagine how hot room. it is in that room right now, dog. Like, oh, look at all those hell phones, no. bro. I, didn't even, I swear to you, I didn't think about that until Yo, just now. The oh, ventilation, bro. Like, come on. <laughs> I hope they're not sad. Yeah. This shit, this shit is going to That's crazy. And it just comes to show you too, like, yo, 
Data analytics can be altered. These numbers can be altered, son. Like me getting into my accounting bag. Yo, these numbers have value. So when you look at these numbers and it's a lie, bro, it, it, it irks me. Really? It irks me. Yes. That you too? Two, that two yes. plus two is always four, but the, two that you, but the two that you see there might be a lie. It, it should be a one. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it a lot. You know, growing up, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. We're getting into a generation where numbers lie now. We're getting into an era where numbers are lying to you now. So, uh, uh, yeah. Well, my opinion on the Lil Duval Instagram video Dude, presenting a crazy. streaming <laughs> is I'm a That's little desensitized. Crazy. As Sergio was saying, I've seen it before. As How I many said faking well, they streams? A lot. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Yeah, man. Um, shout out to all the artists with the organic following. That don't need any streaming <laughs> exactly. farms. That's all we need to say about that. Yo, man. I'm on the streaming wild, farm. <laughs> the sun is coming up and I'm on the streaming farm. That's it, man. I don't know. I- <laughs> that shit is that's- all damn. Yeah, that's well, God darn it, God darn it, one of these programs not working right. Cut my ain't legs off and call me shorty. Yo, hey, look, man. Call that's... the coder over here. Tell him I need this fixed pronto. You know? Son. The streaming Son, farm. Son, that's crazy. That's at the streaming farm, man. Them niggas yeah. is vibing at the streaming farm, bro. Yo, hey, man. Streaming farm stuff. <laughs> the streaming farm. The streaming farm. You know what's funny? Yeah, they should low key. That shit crazy, bro. They should low key like try to stop streaming that. farms. Now that I think, bro, I think, think it's just it. so funny, dog. <laughs> streaming farms. Yeah, this is where we've gone to, bro. That's crazy to me. There's some Arab guy chilling in India with like hundred, fifteen hundred, yeah. maybe two thousand phones yeah. just. Vibing, you know, yeah. a small streaming farm is probably a hundred phones, and a regular size one is probably like fifteen hundred. Oh, man, make it that bank. You let me know when the coder gets here, <laughs> and by God, gosh darn, I'll get back to you. All right, you stupid. The streaming farm, yo, the listen, streaming farm is nuts, listen, man. man. What are they breeding out there? They're, bre- they're breeding uh, hypebeasts. And <laughs> going back to the Renaissance topic, I think. What are they breeding? I think out that shit's going to die too. Like that whole, like the streaming farm. If anything, the Renaissance is making the uh, streaming farm less valuable. Yeah, I agree. So there you go. I agree with you there. But you wanted to also mention that you had some music that's coming out soon. You wanted to address as well. Oh, no? man. Yeah, yeah. So I know you Dutch. Touched on him, but going local first, anonymous. Yeah, we talked so, about him earlier in this yeah, episode. Yeah, we and talked he's about him earlier. Put out um, an, an part album. of this renaissance, but yeah, w- what's it called? The album. There is no threat. There is no threat. I actually the saw the album cover be. a couple days ago. Yeah, shout out my nigga OJ. Shout out. It looks ridiculous. It looks ridiculous. All right, for those of you maybe be uninformed, anonymous is a kid from out here. I actually went to FIU. Shout out FIU. Went to FIU, was an ENC 1101 with him. It's like a writing class, the first like writing class that you take going to uh, college. And all the, the teacher made us all stand up. All right, so what are you trying to be? You know, oh, yeah, I want to be an accountant. Oh, I want to be a journalist. Oh, I want to be an engineer. He stood up and he said, yo, I want to rap. I mean, he's gotten features from some of the biggest artists from out here. On top of that, he's got like... Over 50,000 monthly listeners on Spotify alone. So it's like, that's crazy for somebody that's just from down the street 
And he's had no major, no major push. push. No Not major co-sign. Not once in his Not career. Not signed. You know. Look, this is a cat has always been organic. It's always been pure. And uh, it's crazy not to see the, the actual work pay off, man. And it's amazing. Look, uh, you shared your story. I'll, I'll share mine. Please. And uh, forgive me, bro. You have some, you have some valuable <laughs> artifacts here, Forgive man. me, bro. Go ahead. So OJ, that's how I'm going to refer to him. He was the ROTC kid in, in my grade that was always trying to do ciphers with anybody Yo, in our class. Out. With anybody in my class who was trying to do some kind of rapping. Like, if Daryl was trying to rap, he was going to rap mm. with him. If I was trying to... If I was in the rappy mood, like, two minutes... What is it, WFH? Daryl, Daryl. Daryl, WFH, if, okay. If, 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 he was, if he was in a rappy mood, I might catch them together going at it. If I'm in a rappy mood, he's going to pull up on me and we're going to go. Mm. He was always trying to do that. Like, when we would do, like, school events, he would try to be that guy trying mm. to do it. But he was a lot more reserved, and he's always been a lot more reserved than and I am. And that's the thing. He's so reserved. Very calm, cool, yeah. very poised. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we're talking about 2009 here, ladies and gentlemen. So 10 years ago, he shared with me the question one, and that was the first body of work he had ever put out. Yeah. And one of those songs on there, I'm going to play it after we record. Yeah. It's literally one of the hardest songs he still has to date. Mm. But as somebody who, like, you know, if you're listening to this, you know I'm kind of like, quote unquote, in the biz. To the fans of Anonymous Industry who may be checking, you know, this part of the podcast, I've heard a lot of this There Is No Threat EP that, that y'all going to enjoy. I know for a fact that fans of Anonymous are going to enjoy this. Fans who have been listening to Anonymous since as early as The Question and Abstract 9, these are people who may literally have an emotional moment hearing the progression in his artistry from then to now. Mm. You may have an emotional reaction to seeing and hearing what... Yeah, that, that man's music is transformed yeah. into. So I mean, hey, yeah, man. And aside from that, he's just a cool dude, right? Like, yeah, no. Nah. He's, he's he's when such you a factor cool dude. when you factor that part yeah, into it. That's yeah, yeah. Like when I said people, what I said. a lot of people, a lot of people like separating the music from the artist whenever there's dumb shit involved, right? But whenever it's positive, it's like, yo, wait, let's separate it really quickly. Not only is he a very good rapper, music maker, but when you meet him, just genuine, cool. He's calm. He's very poised. He he converses with you. Uh, bro, it's just dope guy with a yeah. lot of time. So there is no threat. shout out to Anon, man, for real. There is no threat by Anonymous should be out uh the twenty second of March. Twenty second of March, okay, so Friday. It'll be soon by the time that y'all are hearing this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Twenty second of March lands on a so, Friday. Look, all I gotta say is, is another album that I'm anticipating that's gonna come out. Talk to me. Um, let's see. I kind of want to hear where Big Sean is at, bro. Whatever okay. he puts out. Because that's the thing. Like, a lot of people kind of be down him and playing him and calling him Medium Sean, Little Sean. And mm-hmm. he consistently delivers hits, in my opinion. So, I want to hear what he comes up with. The latest, you know, rumor beat is that he broke up with Janae Aiko. They have two albums together. Uh, what's it called? That's 2088. Um, and he's good music, too. And it's also kind of seemed like he's trying to, like, jump the fence and try to be Rock Nation, too. So, I yeah. kind of want to hear if he even addresses that. Yeah. Addresses. You think he will? In his own way, I f- yeah. if it's real art and if it's really him yeah. attempting to I express agree. himself, yeah. he may ex- describe how he felt betrayed in some of the actions that Kanye West committed. Mm. The person who brought him into the industry, the person he like conveyed to, and who yeah, we, we want to hear his story. I want to hear. I, 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 I want to hear what Big Sean is. I want to hear where Big Sean is. Honestly, an album that I'm anticipating is Anderson Park. Yeah, homies coming out. Homies coming out early April. Um, That's dude, very soon. When the, did the last thing come out? Oxford? Literally, like late last year. 
So, yeah. Oxnard. Oxnard. Um, How do you feel about him coming out with new music so soon? I don't know. You know, I I think that maybe it's a response to the criticism of his latest album. He got a lot of criticism. He got a lot of criticism. I personally enjoyed it, not as much as I did Malibu. Which was the one before. Yeah, I think Malibu is his greatest work. I think that album is what just What was the criticism group. people were saying about Oxnard? So, um, number one, they just felt it was all over the place. Uh, it didn't have any cohesiveness. Um, yeah, it was it was interesting, interesting. But, but this it, is a Dr. Dre executive produced album they were talking about? Um, I don't know that information. I'm going to have to look up on that. Okay. But uh, this new album that's coming out, I saw it. It, said it has like 11 tracks. Um, yeah, 11 tracks. The very first song is featuring, in my opinion, top 10 MCs of all time, the one and only Andre 3000. Yeah. And, uh, you know, to, to get a, to get a sight from him is like, you know, when you're playing Pokemon and you find a shiny Pokemon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's one of those, bro. Yeah, like when, Dr. when you... Dre was an executive producer. Okay. Rocks, there you go. Right. So that was, that was kind of weird. So when you, when you, when you see an Andre 3000 Whoa, feature. It came out the day of the nudie show. So not that long ago. Not that long ago. Literally not late last year. Late last year. Um, yeah, so I'm excited. He also released a what? single, I think, recently called LeBron James or King James. Um, yeah, so... This shit's going to make me want to listen to this for him to feel like he needs to come back that fast. Yeah, yeah. Because that's him delivering in the same time. And look, and again, this Kanye is not music that it. you can make quickly. That's why I want to listen to it, too, because look... His music is very organic. Like, he's playing the drum kit. He's the one that's singing it. He has the guitarist there. So the fact that he came back months later and did a project again, um, and for the fact that Andre 3000 wants to be on it, a couple other people there as well, uh, I love the, tra- the fact that it's 11 tracks as well. I think we're moving into a day and age now where I love the cohesiveness. I love, like, the small projects like that. Um, yeah, man, I- I'm-, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. I- just another take. Long albums, be very careful with that. For any artist that's listening to this, like if you're if you're thinking about putting out a, a, a long album, just be very careful about. That's it. That's why it tore my soul when this guy said Juice Well is reasonable doubt for like this <laughs> thing is reasonable doubt for Juice Well. Like, all right, but yeah, yeah. Any other albums you all are anticipating? Um, T Sergio, T Sergio, <laughs> you stupid. Anderson Park or yeah. I mean, shit. That I mean, that's mine right there. Well, uh, by gosh, darling, <laughs> it's been a great long day on the streaming farm. And Yo. if you're listening here, this Bridge Gap podcast got darn it. Yo, this is the Bridge Gap podcast, <laughs> man. This is the Bridge Gap podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in. Damn, dog, we have six episodes. Six deep. episode, and now when you hit our link, you go, you will go strictly, directly, no newsroom. No conference room. No, no, no. Yo, no paparazzi in your face. We no getting one asking all, questions. We're getting on more platforms You're going soon, straight man. to the actual podcast. Shout out to the listeners. Yo, and shout out to... Yo, yo, soon. plug your boy who did the artwork real quick, man. Plug Shout him, out plug to him, Daniel L. Yaman, lead designer at Good Thinking. Yes. Uh, he contributed to the art direction of the Bridge the Gap podcast from this point forward. Round of applause to him as well. Round of applause, round of applause. Um, I, I got to salute the young man. He's... Yes, sir. Design. One of the best guys I've seen maneuver through Photoshop myself. Yes. And uh, yeah, I, yes. Would, I would trust him with all my artwork from this point forward. This is the guy, man. That's my guy. That's it, man. I plug uh, him because he's a listener too, and he's been he's a longtime friend. Dude, that's yeah, long that's time a, yeah, longtime friend. I know we're gonna close right now, but yo, I I, I ran into him at uh, Raw Sushi, and I also ran into Sushi Punk. 
the third, the other third. Yo, uh, we were chopping it up. Thinking, yeah. yeah, we were chopping it up of good thinking. Yeah, which is a, a brand that they made. Um, dude, awesome guys, awesome guys. Uh, Sushi Pug, man, <laughs> let's link up soon, man. Shout out to you. Also, I ran into Tito. He said, "Yo, shout me out, even though I know you won't." Yo, shout out Tito. Shout out. What do you mean, shout out? I won't shout out yeah, Tito. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, Tito. Yo, yo, this is the podcast guy. Hey, Tito. <laughs> yo, I love you, Tito. bro. Tito, love you, man. For real. Love you. Uh, hey, I love everybody. But Tito, yo, I love and you also, too, Also, look out for him and Fueg. He's going to release a video soon to... Uh, around the Way. Around the Way. Produced? Produced by, by Dave yo, Come on, produced man. Say man. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. You know? <laughs> For sure. Produced, Yo. produced by 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 the one and only Della Surge. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we love you. Thank you for tuning in. This has been another great this episode. A, yeah, of this has been another podcast. episode. Uh, if you've made it this far, that's how I know you really fuck with us. Salute uh, to you. Yeah, man. <laughs> Salute to you. And uh, thank you for putting up with us, too. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jose Ascona. Welcome to the Bridge the Gap podcast, where we attempt to bring people, ideas, and or cultures closer. Pete, you want to let them know how they can find us? Check us out online at bridgethegappod.com. Follow us on Twitter, Bridge the Gap Pod. Follow us on Instagram at Bridge the Gap Podcast. And uh, subscribe to the podcast on the platform of your preference between Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Yeah. Yeah.